Hello everybody, I am the Common Sense American, and I hope you are having a fantastic holiday season for what it's worth so far, despite the uh, difficulties in the supply chain and the inflation, gas prices, and all of that. And um, last week I, I was a little more esoteric, I spoke more about the general ignorance of, of an American public that used to be very self-sufficient, um, but this week... I want to shift gears back to Biden uh, and the Biden administration primarily because I see very dark times ahead for that administration. I think we all do, but I'm not sure people are quite grasping how quickly this could unravel. And uh, this, the reason I say that is because it seems to me if you take a look at this year, Biden's health. Uh, and specifically his mental health, um, the decline of his health appears to be on vivid display. I know that, okay, first of all, let me, let me be clear. I don't believe that he is in the full stages of dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. I do believe and have always believed that he is uh, in early stages of those diseases, one or the other, or both, or whatever. Um, and we are hearing now reports from uh, that infamous Hunter Biden laptop, emails on there that say, uh, reportedly, that a doctor diagnosed Biden with early onset dementia over 10 years ago, um, which doesn't really surprise me. Um, however... There's only so long you can hide that. And what we're seeing this year, it's it's not so much, I know people are immediately going to say, well, obviously, you know, if you look at his speeches, if you look at the, the errors and the the one where he was, this one scared me a lot because where he's holding his hands out in front of him, looks like he's driving an invisible car, he's holding on to the platform that isn't there. We, we've seen that one, obviously. And there are, he had a, he had a physical recently, and of course, the only thing the CNN and MSNBC and, and the mainstream media are even going to talk about is that it was mostly clear he didn't have COVID and that otherwise he was okay. They didn't say anything about more of the specifics and the details of that, which are available. Um, and maybe to some may not seem uh, too concerning, but to people who uh, know what they're looking at, and um, I've had several grandparents who unfortunately went down this route um, you know, some years ago, and uh, and I know people uh, in the industry and in nursing also that have seen this over and over and over again, and not to mention the uh, doctors and physicians who who are have been calling for Biden's cognitive testing immediately. Uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who was the chief physician in the White House during uh, the Trump administration, has been calling for that since the start of the term. And saying, look, it's obvious that this man isn't well. And of course, um, the purely uh, psychological um, issue, which I think is what it is, where you tell somebody to do something and they don't want to do it because they know they're in the wrong. So when everyone's telling him to get a cognitive test and he doesn't do it, and nobody around him is compelling him to do it, it just sends the message that there obviously is something wrong and that if he took that test, he would absolutely fail. In, in which case, uh, when the, those results came out, everything would just fall apart even faster than they are already. However, I'm not sure they can stop this much longer. Um, 
the first thing I want to reference is not just his his clear mistakes in speech, his clear errors, his um, his forgetting names and numbers, which is a very very common um, age related thing, but more so among those who are uh, suffering from something specific. And when you look at him, you can tell that there's something off. It doesn't require it. I mean, take a look at him now and take a look at him three years ago, uh, a speech or whatever. There, there's, there are marked differences. And it's not just age. There's something else wrong. He cannot do a speech without notes. He certainly can't do it without a teleprompter. If he's allowed to go off on his own for very long, within a very short span of time, he will be tripping over words. He will be forgetting things. He will be saying things that have been proven wrong before and he'll say them again. Um, like the thing about driving a tractor trailer, which he never did. He, that at best, he drove a school bus once as a, as a young man and he rode in a tractor trailer, but he never drove one. He said that before the media went and debunked it. He said it again last week and he's saying other things, you know, he's repeating bad things. He's, he, he's making these mistakes over and over and over again. So there is that. And that alone is concerning. But I suppose, if you really wanted to, you could try and be optimistic and write all of that off as age-related. Um, and, then, you know, he's not young. And sometimes he seems fairly lucid. But that test, which I mentioned earlier, that test that he just took, the doctor mentioned two things that are of some concern. One is this persistent cough. This chronic cough is what he called it, which is not going away for Biden. Um, that is, it's not COVID. That's not anything. I, that that could be related to a, any number of things, but it means he's not well, in, at least in one capacity. The other thing he mentioned, which is even more disturbing, is that he is he he has he's walking very stiffly. His movements are pronounced uh, in the way of being not just age-related, but there's something where his balance seems off, his orientation seems off. That was the interpretation I made of that, that statement, that he was walking stiffly and, and more uh, seeming unsure of himself. And again, yes, when we get older, we are more unsure of our balance. We, we walk more stiffly. It, it happens. I watched it happen among my grandparents. We all did, yes. However, once again, that is a very clear symptom of something else that's wrong. One thing that my grandmother did uh, when she was exhibiting these symptoms of, of going into dementia, um, her balance was so far off that it wasn't, a, it wasn't a physical thing. This was mental. She didn't have any tro trouble with her legs, but for some reason she kept tipping backwards. She kept, you know, we had to hold her all the time because she she'd just, for some reason, be tipping backwards all the time. She could not stand erect. She couldn't walk. When she was walking, she put her foot, foot out, but she wouldn't lean forward into it. And uh, it happened also with my grandmother on the other side, although in a different way. These walking and movement uh, and mobility things can be and very often are related to cognitive failure. Um, as if that wasn't concerning enough, here's the other thing. Take a look at what... At just his general activity as president of the United States, you may notice one thing above all else is that it is entirely, it's reactive based. It's not proactive. He does nothing in the way of, you know, presidents come out, they make announcements, they make statements, they have initiatives, they have, 
The only thing that he's done or is trying to do is that spending bill, the mass infrastructure spending bill and dealing with mandates and whatever for coronavirus. But these are all giant things that are being put mostly in motion by those around him. He is not really doing much of anything. He's basically just parroting everything that is told to him by the people around him. He's not making any changes to anything he's really ever said. It starts to seem to the country that he has nothing original to say because his brain's not working quite right. He's not producing any sort of... I mean, by this time in the Trump administration, I mean, that guy had put out love him or hate him. He had done all kinds of stuff. And they were clearly right from him, his brain, his mouth. That's who's doing it. Some ideas good, some ideas bad, but they're coming out. He, and, and you will also notice he did a lot more, and every president has done a lot more in the way of public appearances and speeches and just general activity in the political sphere, both domestic and international. Biden has done very, very, very little in comparison to past presidents. In fact, I would argue the least. And it's not just because of his age and not because of anything else, but because they do not want to put him in these situations because they know that there's something wrong. He is not able to function in a leadership capacity because you can tell what's coming from the White House is not from him. It's not from his, his own brain. He has no original idea, nothing. All he's doing is reacting to things. Uh, you know, he did nothing to stop Afghanistan. He no, you know, there were warnings and rumblings ahead of time that something might be going down. He did nothing. Only when it got to be an issue... And it actually happened. Did he attempt to do something? By then it was a com complete mess. Inflation has been threatening all year long. Never said anything about it besides try to quell fears with your standard political response and saying, well, it's not as bad as people say and don't worry about it. We're, you know, we've got it well in hand. And then when it spirals out of control, they just repeat the same thing. Or worse, they laugh at you and say it's not really that bad. You're just it's more right-wing conspiracy theory, despite all the numbers staring them in the face. Gas prices went ballistic. He said nothing. He did nothing. He reacted to it not at all. And only after they had spiraled out of control did he make some lame move and have the price go down two or three cents. When, in effect, and everybody's been saying this, none of that was necessary. He's been putting us back in the, at the mercy of OPEC. We could be independent, uh, energy independent. We have been in the past. We were under Trump. Trump was able to get us that far. And he won't do it, and Biden won't do it. So, of course, he backtracks a little and says, okay. He erased Remain in Mexico. One of the first things he did uh, when he entered office, which was Trump's policy, which was a perfectly logical policy, and it was working, as every single border authority and official was saying and would tell you, and has every single one said, we need to get back the instant things started to go bad at the border again. And the Supreme Court ruled in August that Biden had to bring it back, and of course he didn't. And until you just beat them on the head, these people aren't going to do anything about it. Because like I said a hundred times before, they don't believe in borders. They don't believe in immigration law. They don't believe in citizenship law. They believe in nothing but open borders and that every single human on the planet should be able to come here and do whatever they like and we take care of them forever. This is really what they believe. They believe that this works somehow. I don't know how. I've never figured out the logic of it. But then again, I've just stopped pretending that these people have logic at all. But you will notice that in all of these things, like when he uh, tapped Kamala Harris through the, the border thing, he didn't, he didn't say, I'm taking care of this. No, no, he said, 
she's going to do it. And of course, she did nothing. And I think he knew she was going to do nothing. Everybody knew she was going to do nothing. She's for open borders, so she's not going to do anything. And again, he did, not, he did nothing. I don't think he ever went to the border. How many trips has he made internationally? How many, how many uh, meetings with top leaders has he made? Not that many, comparatively speaking. And again, you take a look at what those leaders have to say in their own press, in their own countries, after Biden has left. We don't run it because, God forbid, you know, make Biden look bad. But they are just stunned at just how far gone he is. They're stunned at how ineffectual he is, at how he has no presence. They get the feeling that we're a sitting duck because the leader of this country isn't leading anything. He has no proactivity in him and he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything to fix the economy. He's not doing anything to fix any of the issues that we have. All he's doing every time he shows up is simply repeating back what the left's agenda is. That's all he's doing. He's just a mouthpiece. Now, of course, they were always going to use him in this way. I said they were going to use him in this way. And I was sort of hoping that because he's pretty ineffectual and he used to be quite moderate in a lot of ways, that he just, you know, he wouldn't do the most extreme crap that, they're, that they try to push, you know. But now he doesn't seem to have any reaction to anything on either side ever anymore. He'll point your finger at you lamely and say something stupid about being, you know, responsible and get your vaccine, whatever. This is all, it's, it's pathetic. It's like, it's watching a bad actor try to be a leader in a really bad, failing play. And it's not working, and it's obvious that it's not working. And that is the, the best argument for his cognitive decline, to me that he is not able to make any, take any action. He has not done anything. Everything he has done to react to the crises that are coming, and he has done nothing to prevent them, nothing to fix them, nothing to, he doesn't stand up there with something unique to say and say, okay, so this is what happened. You know, this is what we're going to do to fix it. Now, whether or not we agreed with what he was going to do to fix it, that's one thing. But there's nothing to agree with. He has no ideas. The only ideas he's got are what are given to him. You, you can also notice the evidence of that is also in that every single thing he says is just straight up leftist scripture. They won't disagree with anything because he's been told what to say. And that shouldn't be. Because even as a Democrat president, and again, we have to reference his past as a somewhat moderate, which he really was for the overwhelming majority of his career, and even through his campaign. You take a look at this. There's no reason he should be doing this. At some point, you would think he'd say, say well, I don't really, I'm not really going to go with that. You know, I don't necessarily agree with that. But every single step of it is being orchestrated. Of course it's being orchestrated because it's all the same thing. They have the same message. This is the reason why Democrats are failing now anyway. They have no real plan. They never did. Their only plan is just to create political and, uh, and uh, societal strife, to create division, to, to, to you know, sow distrust among the culture, 
to create fake narratives about racism and sexism and 38 genders and create these things and uh, that don't ever exist and just create them so they can exist and then attempt to tackle them and prove to everybody that there was a problem and never once addressing the real problems of this co- of this co- country. And here's the other thing. Take a look at the polling and specifically why Biden has tumbled in the polls. One of the top reasons that voters will cite is that he doesn't appear to be addressing the real problems. And that's true. That's because that's what Democrats don't do. They don't address any problems. They just create them at this point because they refuse to get off their political correctness, social uh, justice, indoctrination bullcrap. And they won't do anything else. This is all they've got. They don't have any real plans of dealing any, with anything. They are, don't ever put these people in charge of the business. I have said this forever. And the government is one large business. And we see what happens when these people are in charge. Immense, the dollar becomes irrelevant. You know, that spending bill that we're talking about is down to $1.7 trillion. Was double that, remember. And this still might not pass because it's so insane. Their reaction to inflation, the reaction to everything is just spend more money. Take more money from taxes, from taxpayers, and spend it on all their crap. Not to fix anything, but spend it on their liberal agenda. And everybody's starting to see it, and everybody's starting to notice that this is not going to work, and we can't keep this up for much longer. Now, what does this lead us to? I don't think Biden lasts another three years. I'm not saying the man's going to die. I'm saying, I mean, I, I, I don't want him to. I, I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, although, let me just, as a side note, let me remind people that on social media, people could call for Trump's death over and over and over and over again and never, ever get punished for it by that social media platform. Ever. Try and do that now with Biden or any other president. Anyway, just want to make that point. But I don't want the man to die. I don't want any of them to die. I, I, I want him gone. He's useless. But what I mean is he's not well enough. And something is going to happen. There's going to be a major event because he's cruising for one. It's going to be a stroke. It's going to be um, some, it could be a brain aneurysm. Something is going to happen where he will no longer, they won't even be able to, it's already to the point where they can't trust him with his own words and they can't trust him with any actions because he does, he has none. They're just, you know, he's a, he's a figurehead. He's a puppet. He's here. Just go do out, go, go spread our crap and we'll take care of it. And, when they reach the point where they can't even pass that off, which is going to happen, I think, in the next three years. So then what? You're going to put Harris in charge? She has worse polling than Biden, and her office is splintering fast. And the feedback we're getting from her office is horrific. Toxic work environment, bully, soul-destroying cynicism, um... The entire place, nobody seems to like her. Nobody seems to think she's fit for the position, even those on her own staff. She has proven to be completely incompetent. She doesn't do anything. Now, on her side, she's complaining that the Biden administration has not given her enough responsibility and they're treating her too much like a figurehead, which is a big pile of crap. What was the border assignment? Yeah, it was kind of a big job and you did nothing. So... You can't put her in charge. And if they do, don't, that, that's, that's the death knell for, for the Democrats because she couldn't possibly run her uh, in 2024. She'll get destroyed. Um, let's not forget what her polling was when she ran for the presidential nomination, right, for Democrats. I don't think she broke 
No, and she'll get wrecked. There, there's no way. The only reason she's where she is now is because Biden was stupid enough to use her as vice president. But actually, no, let me let me restate that. He would, that was a smart thing because, of course, you have to have a black woman there because it's just that's the way you get votes. These people are really that racist and that stupid. You know, identity politics is all they do. So anyway, what do you do? What's up next? Pelosi? <laughs> that's even more terrifying. What this is setting up is a complete collapse of the Democrat Party. Now, I said a couple weeks ago that Biden had exposed the major weakness of the Democrat Party during his administration and that it, it might not be fixable and that everyone is starting to see it, even Democrats, uh, which is why his ratings are so low. Um, but this could hasten everything. His health. And the current situation of leadership in, D in, in Washington, D.C. could make things even worse for Democrats and make it so, so bad that not only could there be a pretty big red wave coming in the 2022 midterm elections, but the way it's looking, these people might not get back in power after they get knocked out of it for a long time because that party has no real face, no real identity. You have major members of that party saying we have no uh, real platform anymore. We have nothing. We have extremist liberal justice. And that's it. We don't know how to deal with the economy. We don't know how to deal with education. We don't know how to deal with international issues. We don't know how to do anything, which is no big surprise because they never did. Now you're in a situation where Biden is flailing and he's not lasting anywhere near as long as they hoped he would last. You know, I think they thought they could get four years out of him. I think they thought they could push him and prop him up long enough, at least to get through the four years, at least to get Trump out of office and get their people in power. And it worked. But now you're in a situation where there isn't anybody in sight who would not be a disaster in that position and who would have any chance against Trump or any Republican candidate in the presidential election of 2024. That's the situation that's staring Democrats in the face right now. And I wouldn't want to be them because I don't see any way out. You have, you've proven you have no platform. You've proven that you put America last, that you care very little for the safety and stability of this country. All you care about is whether or not somebody felt bad about going to the wrong bathroom. Eventually, that crap is going to catch up with you because you're not running a country. You're not doing anything. Okay. You can't be woke and run a country at this point because you can't do, you obviously can't do both. You're so insane. So when everybody is like that, Kamala's even worse. Pelosi's a, really might be demented. She's just a blithering idiot. None of these people can, they can't run a country. Who do you got? What, Buttigieg? What are you going to do? Nobody likes him. Gay straight, I don't care. Nobody likes him. So... Again, someone else who didn't break 2% on presidential polling. You're trying to bring back Beto in Texas. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it's going to work. What's he, you going to run him? I, who do you have? I mean, they're running out. They're, they're, A, they're all the same. They're all identical. They have no, nothing. There's no, I, I can't find a moderate Democrat outside a Senator Joe Manchin and in some ways uh, Kristen Sinema, and that's it. Uh, maybe it might not be a bad idea to run those two, except Manchin has said several times that he's not even sure he wants to be a Democrat anymore. 
So you're going to squeeze out all the people that have any brains and any moderation in their in their heads at all, and you're left with an extremist platform, and Democrat leaders themselves have been saying we can't keep this up because America will reject an extremist platform, and yet they can't stop themselves. They're just going down that route, and you have a president in place that's only echoing it because he doesn't seem to have the cognitive function and ability to react to it in a way that is that is intelligent. There's nothing going on behind those eyes. I'm sorry. Lights on, nobody's home. That's what it seems to me. He's a parrot, a marionette, a puppet. He's not doing anything of his own accord. Take a look at his actions or lack thereof and his behavior in 2021, and you will come to the same conclusion. Anyway, that's my spiel for this week. Um, and once again, I appreciate you listening. I don't do any explicit content, and I don't do advertisements, and I don't invade your privacy. I don't ask for your email. It's always free. It costs you nothing to listen, and... Um, Certainly anybody could listen, children, elderly, whatever. I don't believe in that crap in my podcast. So once again, I uh, thank you for listening and I'll see you again next week.